happy Monday, everybody. Pastor Steve here. Really glad you've joined me for this devotion. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you were in church Sunday. If not, please visit our website and watch one of the live stream from yesterday's services. We are wrapping up the book of Galatians today. So we are in chapter six, as always. I hope you've already read the chapter written in your journal, what God said to you and how you're going to respond to what he said to you. Galatians 6 continues the latter part of chapter 5, and it's just a, a series, if you will, of admonitions to believers, to disciples. Um, and some thoughts that uh, jumped out at me, some devotional thoughts as I read all of those admonitions in this chapter. Uh, the first one is found in verses 2 and uh, 2 and 10, and I got to get to the right book. I'm in Ephesians, not Galatians, so give me just a second. Here we go, Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 he says, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. And then if you drop down and look at verse 10, he says, so then while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, believers, non-believers, people you know, people you don't know, everybody. But then he says, and especially to those who are of the household of the faith. And it's always so encouraging when I when I learn about all the things that people who are in life groups and D groups do for one another, especially when there's a crisis or there's a need or they just need some prayer support, some encouragement within those groups. There's tremendous fellowship and a lot of love, a lot of caring, a lot of practical things done to help one another. And every now and then I'll hear someone complain, well, the church didn't do this for me. And, and, and most of the time, not always, but almost, you know, uh, I, I'd say 85, 90% of the time, the person complaining because no one cared for them is not actively involved in a D group, not actively involved in a life group. Uh, maybe they're worship only or they're very haphazard in their attendance or they isolate themselves. And then when there's a need, they wonder why nobody knows them. Nobody knows about the need. Nobody does anything. See, caring for people usually happens in the context of relationships. And if you're in a connection, uh, connected with others through a life group or a D group, so on, you're probably going to be caring for others when they need it, and that increases the likelihood they're going to care for you when you need it. But if you isolate yourself and you're not involved in a life group, um, you put yourself at great risk. The, there is great value in being part of a small group for many reasons. And what he talks about here, caring for one another and bearing one another's burdens, is one of the great reasons you need to be in a life group. You need to be in a D group. The second thing that spoke to me devotionally is in verse 4 where he says, but each one must examine his own work. Each one must examine his own work. <clears throat> I, I'm convinced that, that uh, significant growth happens only, only when we are willing to be honest with ourselves about ourselves. Self-examination, whether, whether it's me growing as a person, growing as a, a leader, growing as a husband, as a father, growing as a, as a disciple, follower of Jesus, growing as a witness for Jesus, whatever area I want to grow in, if I am not willing to look in the mirror and be honest, to do self-examination, I'm probably going to limit how much I grow, and I'm probably not going to grow as much as I need to in the areas where I'm struggling because I just don't want to admit I'm, I'm not, I'm, I've got a shortcoming there. I don't want to admit that I messed up there. I don't want to admit that there's something about my personality that needs to needs to to shift about my thinking that needs to change. 
there's great value in what in the the business world you know is referred to as a 360, where uh, you, you you involve people who surround you in different spheres of life and allow them to speak into you and to give input into you. And 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 for some reason, some people are scared to death of that. But I'm convinced that self-examination is one of the absolute essential things that have to happen if we're going to grow in any kind of significant way over the course of life. And then the third and final thing devotionally is found in verse 9, where he says, Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Um, The importance of sticking with it, not quitting, not giving up. There is something to be admired and appreciated, something to be said for being faithful, being consistent, and persevering year after year after year after year. And too often we are distracted by things that are new and shiny and don't realize that it's in the faithfulness and in the perseverance and in the consistency that you ultimately begin to really see the hand of God. And that should be the desire, the goal of all of us is, is, is to be consistent, to persevere and never quit and to be faithful over the long call. Um, you know, a quick burst doesn't do you much good if you quit and don't continue. So keep going. Well, that's the thoughts for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we jump back in the book of Psalms, looking tomorrow at Psalm 97. God bless you, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.